This is Heavy Conversation with Bruce and Jody, a podcast where we talk about being a big guy in today's world. I'm Bruce. And I'm Jody. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. 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 Jody. Bruce. <laughs> How are you over there? I'm good. I'm good. And that I'm... was almost like a creepy it, it almost was. Jody. It almost was like a... <laughs> Face through a door kind of thing. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, well, uh, we're, we're going to talk today about, um, I, I wrote an article about this for Chumpster and mm-hmm. uh, I've been pretty fired up about it and I felt like... Yes. I I also saw some other people talking about it and then I saw your, your article and I was like, what in the beep yeah. is going on? Yeah. So these kind of <laughs> things, when they come up, it feels like it's really important for us to just yeah. talk about it. So uh, Abercrombie... Yes, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch, they um, the clothing store that's in malls across the country. <laughs> yes, probably the world. Yes, they um, launched a new body positive campaign. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll tell you that when I first saw that, I was I was pretty excited about it because I thought, wow, this is a company that's totally turned around. And I was honestly instantly um, suspect. Yeah. Because I feel like we keep getting burned by these companies that are doing body positive campaigns. So, so let's let's set <laughs> let's set the let's set the stage for this before we, uh, uh, yeah. So, okay. So they did this body positive campaign, and uh, it is um, basically instead of being around their clothing, mm-hmm. it is based around their fragrance it's called face your fierce and it's a campaign that spotlights a diverse cast of 24 athletes authors models activists and more lots of amazing people there's some great people in this campaign absolutely that are part of it and throughout the year these people are going to they're going to share stories of body positivity self-empowerment all kinds of personal stories to them which is which is really cool and it'll be really exciting yeah the only thing is it's all based around their fragrance. Yeah. Uh, and there are a couple of people who are bigger, plus size, big and tall, bigger, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, bigger folks yeah. that um, are, are also part of this. And it's around their fragrance. Well, yeah. if, I don't know if I've mentioned that. Yeah. And I think everyone will would recognize their fragrance if they ever were in a mall across the United States. They certainly did pump it out of their stores. I, I did, That's a... I don't know fond memory, but it's a memory of working at the mall. I used to work at the Mall of America, and every time you go by there, the music and the smells and the when really dark lighting, enough. yeah, yep. you're like, what is going on in there? Totally. Or the shirtless pictures all over the place of yeah. all the shirtless guys. Right. That was a thing for quite a while. Right, right. And it, it was... <laughs> You could smell that as you were walking through the mall and mm-hmm. getting closer. You could you could definitely smell that uh, whatever they were spraying in the air. Uh, and that was just part of their brand. And they did that for a long time, apparently, until just a few years ago when they stopped. Oh, okay. So, That's good. Yeah. So, you know, Aber- Abercrombie has been known for a long time as the um, kind of anti-fat Oh, brand. yeah. Wasn't it was their, well, I don't know. I think he's former CEO now. Yes. Oh, thankfully. But who knows? Uh he had a big thing where he didn't want. He literally said he didn't want fat people wearing his clothes. He wanted the cool, the cool kids, good-looking people, yeah, yeah, yeah. quote unquote. Um, 
those were the people that he wanted. And he said this back in like 2006 and somehow it came back out into, into the media in 2013 and everybody kind of took it and were like, how yeah. dare you? He says it was taken out of context. I don't think so. Eh, right. Based on their right. ad campaigns and sure. Right. Their, it doesn't make sense that it would be. Yeah. Their sizing and everything like, of course that's, yeah. So some good did come out of it in that uh, <clears throat> Jess Baker, who runs the Militant Baker blog, uh, oh, okay. she is uh, she she's an activist, a fat activist. Uh, she's got an amazing blog. She's a baker. Yeah. You know, all these great <laughs> things. Um, she put together a photo shoot that kind of played off of a oh, yeah, 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 yeah. attractive and fat. And there were some amazing photos with her and this, uh, uh, you know, traditionally sized uh, male model kind of posing together and, you know, something similar to what you would see at Abercrombie. So she did this whole thing and kind of pushed back on it and wrote an open letter to the the CEO. Uh, so there, there was a lot of pushback on that and, um, you know, it was good to see that kind of thing. So here we are seven years later and this campaign comes out and uh, I guess the first thing that I would say about this is I'm happy that there is something out there that is that, that a company like this is trying to do something that is inclusive, yeah. body positive, that kind of thing. Absolutely. But yeah, I want them to have put their money where their mouth is, basically. Like, yes. I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, cool. What kind of clothes do they have? Right. So I, you know, filtered their website to and the biggest size was double XL. So I was like, okay, what do they have in men's stuff for double XL? And, and before, (laughs) before, you know, there are some people who were, who would say, okay, well, they got double XL. Well, the thing is it's double XL not made for bigger bodies. It's, it's the double XL that has always been in stores that you can go in and find that isn't actually, yeah, it's not going to actually fit me. Right. And the only thing they had were hoodies and sweatshirts. Sure. So not, not much. So no actual, plus size anything that you can wear right other than a fragrance right so it's kind of jumping into this inclusivity and and uh body positivity part without having putting like money in the game you know yeah having something like, like you were when we were talking right before this it's like they literally already have a fragrance right they're just re rebranding the same fragrance sure to be inclusive how is a, a fragrance inclusive of bodies so different bodies and i don't so for me when i wrote this article after i learned about this started writing about it uh, i wrote it i wrote a pretty fiery article yeah through my first run through <laughs> and i stopped and i thought about it and i thought okay you know now i can certainly approach it as as a bigger person who is frustrated with this brand or yeah. Uh, who is frustrated with the lack of options and companies seeming to kind of co-opt this idea. Or I could step back, look at it, see if, yes, that is part of it. They're co-opting an idea, but is there more to it? Why would they approach it this way? And so mm-hmm. I went back and I, I did a little more research and I okay. rewrote uh, some of the article to reflect that. And, you know, I think there are a couple things here. I think that one of the things is that they, it is very easy to create a, marketing campaign that is inclusive and body positive and includes all these great people around a product that you don't have to do anything to really. Yeah. You Uh, don't have to spend money to develop 
new designs and sizes and they, right they gave they gave fierce their their fragrance they gave it a brand refresh yeah. in 2019 and so this is a continuation of that and really pushing forward and they were seeing their competitors like american eagle uh you know doing things with with the airy yeah. line uh where they were a lot more body positive and a lot more open now American Eagle has uh, had a few missteps of their yeah, own yeah, yeah. in the past, like handful of years. <laughs> so, but we won't jump into that. So, they were seeing these competitors that were doing it better, and they were they were getting a good a good return off of this because yeah. culture has changed. People <clears throat> want to. We talk about this all the time. Yeah, and if you're want, listening to this, they want you probably inclusivity. Know. They want right. different bodies. Right. But it, it, it like it really kind of upsets me personally because mm-hmm. I have a brand that we use. Every time we shoot, we use bigger bodies and it's designed and it's like, we don't get the, I mean, I know we're not this national huge brand where they're bringing more attention to it, but they're literally not actually doing anything for the plus size, whatever body positive movement, right? other than making a smell, whatever that fierce smells like. I can't exactly remember. I know that I would. I think I think part of their reasoning with the for focusing on fierce, aside from the fact that it's probably significantly less expensive than adding extended sizing, mm-hmm. is that uh, the way that they marketed it in the past that they would market fierce was uh, with these you know shirtless models or these very skinny models that mm-hmm. were a very specific type. Yeah, and that's all they did. So this is a real change in how mm-hmm. the brand is perceived, or at least how this product is perceived. I also feel like it could could we don't I'm, I'm saying this and I don't have any yeah I don't have any proof you one have or the insider other. scoop no it could be that this is them dipping a toe into okay if we go this route yeah how re- how receptive will our customer be mm-hmm. are they gonna like this so much that it would make sense for us to think about sizing rethink that <laughs> I. And I don't I mean, know. Yeah, it could be. I don't under. I personally don't think that I would be more like. I want to actually see the product. Don't market a a fragrance to me to to bigger bodies like that. Just it, it sure. seems really weird to me that you would market a fragrance to bigger bodies. Why? You know. Sure. Like, yeah. Yes, I appreciate that they're using different model types and right. whatever. That's great. But I want them to have a little bit more behind that. Yeah, because it's like, what is? I mean, he. I don't know what size the model is, but he is he wearing Abercrombie in any of the ads? Like, he was shirtless in one of them. So I was like, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think you know what we should probably open the beer before okay. we jump into the the model. Yes, I'm going to get fired up about well, yes this what, a little bit more. What do we have this time? Um, this one is. Let me pull open the Untapped app. It's Dorothy's New World Order, uh, toppling Goliath Brewing Company. Um, out of Iowa, and I'm gonna Decora, Iowa. Hmm. Okay, I'm not sure. Sorry, Decora. Um, the style is a California common, hmm. mildly hopped with Cascade hops. This lager is light in color and body and clean to the taste. All right. Oh yeah. And it's got a five percent alcohol by volume. I was taking it easy tonight. Nice. All and eleven percent. <laughs> Or an 11 ABU. IBU, sorry. I'm trying not to spill everywhere. I, I understand it's hard to hard to pour and, and you then know, split your concentrate, concentration. Yeah. All right. California Common. All right. Mm, it is very light. Oh. Oh, this is good. 
California Good, it's, Common. This is it's light. It's I I would drink this on a hot day when when I'm outside. This is this is nice. Yeah, it's really light, but not like light beer light. It's no like it's easy just, to drink. Yeah, the flavor. Yeah, California mm. Common is brewed with lager yeast, but fermented at ale fermentation temperatures. Ooh, blah blah blah. There's a noticeable degree of toasted malt and or caramel like malt character in the flavor. This isn't a knock at this at this beer at all, but it does taste to me like if you brewed beer on a regular basis and you started to get decent at it, this is what you would hope that you could make. Probably. Yeah, yeah, right. It's that kind of, yeah, yeah. Some beers, a lot of the beers that we drink on the show, uh, they're not beers that I would even like. Like try. Think. No, no, there's no way. They're very, no way. They seem they're very complicated and yeah. rich flavor profiles, I'm sure, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. 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 I've only brewed a couple different times. I feel like I should try and get back into it, but. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I, I thought about it. I thought about doing it again. And, you know, we're here in the in, in the garage and I thought it might be nice. We've got some room to actually do this. And then I thought, <laughs> man, do I want a bunch of crap? More, more crap in the more garage? More crap, yeah. <laughs> so luckily there are places that you can go here and I'm sure in other cities uh, where you can go and brew and they have everything there. You're able to take it. You brew the beer. They will keep it for you uh, until it's ready. You can go through the whole process and do the whole thing, which I think is pretty cool, especially if you don't want to get an entire yeah, setup. Whole... Yeah. I feel, you know, as I get older, I, I used to be, when I was younger, I used to be really like a purist about everything, you know, where I, where I, even something like that, I'd be like, why would you go to another place to do that when you could do it at home do with all home. your own stuff? Well, why? You know, now it's <laughs> yeah, like, to get all it stuff. takes time. It's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. If you love it, that's great. And I think when you find these things that you love. Oh, yeah. You can experiment with yeah. it at, you know, those brew clubs or whatever. And Yeah. So I just feel like being able to go and do that. And they also have professionals there who can help you. So yeah. I've messed up some batches before <laughs> and, and I'll still drink them. They're horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. But. If you've got but somebody there to that drink can it. help I made you. it. Right. Totally. Yeah. That's <laughs> I a, made it. I'm drinking it. That's another one of those purest <laughs> things where now I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I might yeah. be past that. So, you know, it's, I, I, I like the idea that you can go somewhere, brew. And go home and yeah, you, know. that you can clean up and yep. not have this weird science experiment going on in your garage. Right. Right. So <laughs> you brought up models. Yes. Um, Mike McCauley yeah. is uh, one of the models. Um, uh, I believe his full name is Robert Michael, Michael McCauley. Oh, he's got uh, a three name. Yes, and he is. Uh, he's a he's a great looking dude, and he's yeah. Uh, he's all over. He's an actor and a model. A uh, really cool guy. Um, you know, it's it's neat seeing him in this and his um, message on. Uh, on Instagram about the, about the whole thing was really cool that he, you know, he's proud to be part of, of something that's uh, pushing forward and uh, you know, trying to make a difference uh, in inclusivity. And, you know, to be clear, the 24 people that are part of this campaign, they aren't all just plus size. There are no. only a few of them, but they, they run the spectrum. I mean, they're, they are uh, the campaign. The entire idea is that it's trying to be very inclusive and yeah. Like uh, that skier Gus, Something I can't remember his name. All yeah. of a sudden, um, there were some other people in there. Uh, Megan Rapinoe, is that right? That might have been. Yeah. Um, I should have. 
I know. I should. I, I wrote the article, so Gus Kenworthy. Let's see. Yes. So, um, yeah. There. I mean, there. There are a bunch of different people, and they're not. And and they do a little bit of everything. I mean, they're like poets and authors, and yeah, you know, all these people who who come from these different areas that uh, uh, absolutely should be get a spotlight in something like this. So. Mm-hmm. So, you know, looking at like what, um, you know, what, what, uh, Mike wrote about the whole thing, I get it. I think that, um, I think that if you're looking at just the bottom line, any of these companies that are trying to do something more inclusive, it is a step in the right direction. I just feel like the more that we do this and the more that we see this, we want more than just a step. So, um, you know, he was excited to partner with Abercrombie for the launch of their Fierce Family of Fragrances. He says, when I started modeling a little over a year ago, I never would have believed I never would have believed you if you said I'd become an Abercrombie and Fitch model. Um, this partnership repre- represents why I do what I do. Brands are finally waking up to what their customers actually want. And I'm honored to be at the front of this movement working with Abercrombie as we lead the industry for change. People want to see real people in the clothes they're buying, and I think most people can relate to guys like me. This isn't a fashion statement. Beefy dudes are here to stay. I'm proud to be part of this amazing family. There we go. Yeah. So, well, yes. That is, that is good, yeah. And I, and I and I agree with that. And I think I think that everything he's saying there is is spot on. I think that I think that my hope with all of these things, and I try to go into all of this as optimistically as possible. That's also why it's good to take that step back and be like, okay, I wrote this fiery thing or I'm angry yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah. Stop, breathe, mm-hmm. think about it because we hope that these things are steps in the right direction that get us where we want to go. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, my hope. I would love, I mean, they are getting a lot of attention for it and you know, we're talking about it. That's going to do something for them. Sure. So, but I want to know. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like you want to see more. I yeah yeah. I hopefully it's not a one-off <clears throat> thing where it's just this year and then it's done. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, I want them. If it is going to be a body inclusivity, you know, anti-body shaming thing, then it needs to be more reoccurring. You know, are they put? I you know, I feel like I want to go to the mall and see if they have those pictures of people in the stores and yeah. like. Because that would, you know, that would be something, you know. I, w- I would like to see more sizes. And, and you know, I am certain we are both outside of their target audience. Yeah, we're age. not the cool. I'm not the cool kid and I'm fine with that. Right. We're we're also a little older than who they're trying to hit on what? a. Yes, what? I know. So, <laughs> so I get that as well. But I, but I do, I would still like to see for other people who are out there because I was certainly we were both at that age where you would go in there and look around. You couldn't oh, yeah. find anything. I went, in, you I went in there a lot. Just, yeah. and it's like, totally. Okay. There's literally nothing. Go in, breathe deep, <laughs> yeah. you know, and <laughs> look around, find and nothing and try leave. to see anything in the store. I right. remember it being very dark and, and it's certainly one was of those, a weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it was certainly one of those stores where you just don't, you, you know, that you don't fit, mm-hmm. you know, physically. Yeah. You know, you just, you just don't. So, it it would be great to see this inclusive step be the first of many, and see more sizing and just more be more welcoming yeah, to I, people. I have high hopes for them that that it that this is just a like a toe in the in this pond of yeah. plus size stuff. And I hope I definitely hope that they're going to do more extended sizes in their clothing line. That I mean that would be 
huge business for them. Yeah. You know, like. Absolutely. And if you think about it, their main competitor, they're one of their main competitors, American Eagle. I mean, mm-hmm. they're, they're doing, they do sizes to 3X and 48 waist. Yeah. So, you know, they're already out there doing it. Are they doing a great job of promoting that? I would say no. No. But it's there. Um, it is, they do some promotion of that, you know? So, yeah, I mean, there it's it's something that's out there and hopefully, hopefully we see something come out of this. Yeah, I... I mean, it would definitely change their image from their former CEO. I think it would do a lot for yeah. their, you know. I think I think most the, brands see now that you can't <clears throat> you can't keep that up. That you can't be the same way that you were before, where yeah, you're I where mean, you're excluding people. What did it, it said it, they've been around for a hundred and some odd years, yeah. which I was super shocked about. I didn't know that. Yeah, but. You know they've obviously got to do some sort of turnaround, but you can't you can't exclude people and make that work long term, especially in this day and age where culture is really changing. Well, yeah, I mean, so, you're not going to have very many people left to sell to if you keep excluding, you know. Right. So we'll see. It would be interesting to uh, to see where it goes, and I, I'm curious what other people think about this. Is this a? I mean, obviously, after I wrote the article and put it out, there was a lot of discussion about what people thought of the whole thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, there were people that were suspect. There were people who thought it was a good move. And there were people who just loved that shirtless picture of Mike McCauley, which, <laughs> hey, yes. there we go. I, I, you it know was what? very good. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, I get it. But I, I'm curious if you're listening to this kind of what you think about this. Take a look at the campaign, look at the article on Chubster, and uh, let us know what you what you think. Yeah. What do you how what do you feel about how do you feel about um, them having a plus size campaign around fragrance? What do you what do you like about that? What don't you like about that? Does it rub your raw? Is it is it are we is it would you shop it, Would you shop there if they had your size? That's what I want to know that. You know, that was the thing that until we were talking about this, I didn't really consider that. Like the first thing I did after <laughs> I saw that was went and looked at the clothes to see what size they had. Mm-hmm. And so I went to double X and I didn't even like think about, you know, the style or anything like that. And, yeah. you know, again, I'm 40. So Woo. chances of, you know, me wearing Abercrombie, even if they made it in my size, I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't pay attention to the style. So, yeah, you know, who knows? All right. What's your thing this week, what Jody? What is my thing this week? Well, um, hmm. I've been doing a ton of training. I'm doing a lot of hiring for my store at DXL. So I'm excited about new faces and kind of doing some hiring and training stuff. So nice. Yeah. I'm, it's fun to have new blood in the store and just always on the, always, always recruiting and always out there trying to, make some connections with people around the retail world. Perfect. In Portland, trying to get some more bodies in there. Yeah. Nice. It's like the world of retail. It's always changing. So yeah. as we were just talking about, right. You know, right. It's nonstop, <laughs> nonstop yeah. every day. Yeah. So that's kind of where my focus has been. And it's, it's been kind of fun, like seeing interviewing people. It's always fun to hear people's stories about their careers and their passions and stuff like that. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. You know, I, I could see interviewing people either being like really, yeah. It, I mean, there are those. To, yeah. There's right. the, like, what? Why are you? What? <laughs> Why are you here? Why are you applying <laughs> here? What is going on? What is this? I, if anyone knows a really good menswear tailor in Portland, ah. please send them my way. Perfect. I'm struggling to find good 
tailors. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find a good tailor. It's hard. To, I mean, even just as a consumer trying mm-hmm. to find somebody who can do it right. Yeah. It's kind of a dying art, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. With clothing becoming so much more disposable and less expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess people are more apt to just throw something out than, instead of getting it. Yeah. Getting the sides taken in or getting, yeah. and it's such an easy, pretty affordable way to keep your clothes. And it makes such a big difference in the fit. Yeah. I mean, it's any, amazing. I, I have my shirts done quite a bit and have, yeah. you know, yeah, definitely not, not all, not everyone's, you know, off the rack, perfect fit. So. Right. Right. And I found that some of the, so when I, when I uh, modeled for Bonobos last year, uh, they, some of the things that they uh, tailored for me, they actually uh, let me keep. And that stuff fits like a mm-hmm. glove. Like those shirts fit better than anything, right. any other shirt. And I'm just like, man. So I love that. But now I want to find someone here <laughs> in Portland that can do that mm-hmm. for all the rest of my clothes. Yeah. Well, so, yes. there, there's a nice tailor at the Beaverton DXL. I just don't currently have one. So. There we go. Yeah. So my thing of the week. Yes. Uh, so I, it's been a crazy few weeks, months, whatever. I've, <laughs> so I, I was decided that I wanted to do something that had nothing to do with my computer and nothing to do with being in front of a screen. Nice. Yeah. So I started playing my guitar again. Oh wow! And um, I, I haven't played for a while. You, oh, know? you should have brought so it out here and played us a tune. It's right. It's right over there. Uh-oh. Right over in the, in the corner. Oh, I see. Oh, there's and, a couple of them over there. Yeah, yeah. So I've got my bass and I've got my my uh, acoustic over there, and I, I broke out the acoustic um, a few nights ago and uh, started playing. And I I've been learning about bands and, and, and music that I haven't that I, I've obviously known about, but haven't really mm-hmm. dove into that I wanted to listen to more. So yeah. um, I uh, started going back through um, uh, David Bowie's back catalog nice. and. Uh, uh, Moon Age Daydream just like <laughs> stuck with me, and I'm like, I got to learn how to play that. I learned how to play that, okay. so I learned it, and I, you oh, know, wow. I, I, I play. I can only play by ear, and not well. But okay. I've been playing by ear not well since I was like 13. Mm-hmm. So, you know, long enough to make bad habits, and <laughs> so I learned it, and I was playing, and I was like, all right, now I'm going to try and uh, play it and sing, you know, sing and play at the same time, which I'm not. I'm, really bad at david bowie was rolling over in his grave oh boy as i was trying to do this but uh i got it down uh not well but man it was fun and it just and that's the that's the main point is that you were having fun trying it and learning it and and that's the thing that you forget about you know you forget that it's it's fun to be able to just like do things like that to Mm -hmm. just disconnect and do something else and Yeah, we forget about that or we don't have time or priorities get in the way. So it was fun to just do that. Um, my, I mean, my kids had to listen to it. My wife had to listen to it. I don't know that it was as much fun for them yeah, well, as yeah. it was for me. The but same chords over and over. Yeah. It's just like a kid learning. Totally. And, I, and I'm going to keep and I'm going to keep playing it until I really get it down. Like the singing and playing or thing. I really want to. Unless your wife decides. The guitar's gone, honey. Where'd I it go? Know. What happened? Yeah, right. <laughs> But it was a lot of fun, and I'm definitely going to keep playing. I don't have a bass amp right now, so I can't play my bass. So it just you're going to have to play there. on the next episode. Play, play yes. us that song. I can. That's I'll the only challenge. Play a, a, a snippet oh, well, of it. Yeah, isn't a snippet. That, yeah. yeah, for like five seconds. Copyright of the, infringement yeah. or whatever. So you want to play? Ro- pay anyone royalties? Right. Right. 
Okay. That's well, awesome. Yeah. I look forward to hearing. Maybe you can play a little bit after this. Maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> okay. I'll play us in on the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, please share our episode with your friends um, or your frenemies. Yes. Maybe some people that are some Amber Crombie, former Amber Crombie models. They want to yes. hear all about this. Tell them about it. And follow us on uh, uh, your favorite social network uh, at Heavy Convo. Yes. Find us everywhere. Yeah. Find us all over. Well, thanks, Bruce. Jody, we did it again. Yay. Bye. Thanks for listening to Heavy Conversation. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.